Welcome to ANC, Anarchist News Corporation. This is another episode uh, for you all. Uh, we're going to be uh, broadcasting here tonight. And uh, got some interesting topics we're going to uh, tackle. Uh, some things are happening here in the girl state of Washington. And, and uh, you know, we just uh, need to bring some of these things to light and uh, you know, see what, see what kind of... townspeople. Townspeople? Yeah. <laughs> Two townspeople, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, but we feel like also that right now we're, uh, uh your authority on anarchism, because there seems to be a lot of that going on here in the United States, not just here in Washington State, but all over the place. You know, so um, a lot of crazy stuff going on. All the more reason to lock down our borders of Spokane so we can be our subsidiary. I agree, man. That was a good point. Huh? Yep. And uh, Spokane is something that is, I think, uh, you know, happening, a happening idea right now. Uh, with given what's going on in Seattle, you know, making national headlines with Donald Trump, got some uh, sparring back and forth by <laughs> Donald Trump and uh, Jay Inslee and the mayor of Seattle, and um, yeah, just some crazy stuff, man. They're just like really, just you could just see the hate, you know, that these people have for each other, you know, like the Democrats of Washington State with. With uh, you know Donald Trump, man, it's just like it's bad, dude. It's just, it's a bad state of affairs. It's it's a bad show for uh, for everybody. You know, it's bad for Donald Trump. It's bad for so basically, asking government to kindly bow out. Yep, and uh, that's why we believe, uh, you know, in the anarchist idea. You know, is that's just really you know how. We're going to, you know, get out of this. You know, this is going to be our, our title. You know, like we're we're stepping out of the realm of, you know, governmental control and you know defunding police, defunding military, and uh, you know it's going to be self-governing. You know, and we're going to be providing for ourselves. You know, we're not going to have to be relying on these people. You know, we're going to have to defend ourselves. Um, <laughs> you know, with guns and stuff, we don't have a police. You're still gonna like, because it's still not gonna be safe just because there's no police. You know. And the thing on that note, no lives matter. No lives matter. <sighs> Another point that we wanted to make tonight is all of this, uh, you know, sensationalism towards uh, the black people. No offense to black people, we're not racist or anything, but, you know, I just, like, what about white lives and, uh-huh. you know, like, brown lives and, you know, it's just, like, you know, it's just really one of those things where we just gotta take a, a look at this and I just, like, what is the, yellow. what is the reason, what is the reason for this? Yeah, yellow lives, like, <laughs> forgot about them. Uh, you know, why is the significance for just this i mean this happens all the time you know they sensationalize a couple of stories and it's just like all of a sudden we got 
our downtown uh, metro area is being, you know, ransacked for no reason. Spokane? <laughs> in Spokane, in Seattle, in all the major oh, yeah, cities. Yeah, no, yeah, me. I saw a video of them trashing downtown here. Well, we drove by it when it was going on, too, and oh, they had wow. it blocked off a couple of weeks ago. But, you know, really, I just feel that no lives matter, man. It's just, oh. we need to look at it as, like, no lives matter because, ultimately, like, everybody is cursed with human nature. And, you know, people need to understand that human nature is not something that, to put people in power and be able to trust them. It's not something that works. And see, this is what the what's happened with, you know, I feel giving people the right to power trip over us. They are human just like everybody else and are flawed with human nature. And then you give them power and they abuse it, you know? And then we get issues like this. We get out of control, you know, politicians like Donald Trump and uh, Jay Inslee and the mayor of Seattle, like... And if they don't obviously mess it up, the media will find a way to turn it. Yeah. Spin it. Spin it, yeah, to mess some up. Yeah, exactly. Or push the envelope the the next next, uh, level or whatever, you know? (laughs) Yeah, and so that's just another reason why I think, you know, anarchism is, uh, you know, where it's at, is you know, you're not giving anybody any control. You know, it's just like I said, everybody's self-governing, and and we don't have somebody with the flawed human nature to get any ideas. <laughs> We're not giving them the opportunity anymore. No, we are going to come up with the ideas for Hennix, but not necessarily being charged. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that. Right. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just uh, envision the idea as just no gods or masters, go, yeah. you know, that are going to be governing over. Over us, you know, or have any authority over us, like police or uh, you know, federal government or military, uh, industrial complex, organizations or cops, you know, and you know we don't. Defund them. Defunded. Every everything is gone, dude. Everything is like has no authority or control. This is what anarchism is all about. See, it's like it's weird, Riley, because you know, all of a sudden, anarchism is is a trending word right now. Yeah. You know, so people are are interested in it, and you know, it, it's just one. It's one of those uh, things that yeah, I don't know, man. It's <laughs> trending. Yeah, it's it's trending right now, but the thing is, is people, uh, you know, are they're getting the wrong idea about what anarchism is about. It's like what I think I'm trying to stress. It's not run around and go crazy because it can. Yeah. That's not what it's about. It's about freedom. Exactly. And that's what we're trying to establish here. Is that this you know, has nothing to do with 
taking the side of uh, people who are just engaging in just lawlessness, you could say, is a, is a word to describe it. I call it rebel rousing. Uh, this is not anarchism. You know, anarchism does take drastic measures, um, you know, if necessary, but it's not something that we just go around doing without really an aim or an action behind it, you know what I mean? Indeed, it can't be, uh, misinterpreted for chaos. Right. Although that in dire situations, like that kind of action will be engaged in. But, you know, we're trying to go about things in a, in a civil manner, you know, and conducting how, how we... Since we don't have a military. <laughs> yeah, at least, yeah, we don't have a military or, or ammunition, you know, and... Weapons of mass destruction, you know, <laughs> and which is something I don't think we'd want to have anyway. I just think you, you know, what we have the right to defend ourselves with guns and stuff like that, you know. But you know, I don't really think that we need to get too crazy with all that kind of stuff. My whole thing is with the anarchist territory is, you know, is like the marijuana legalization, where people thought that when marijuana got legalized, it was going to be a crazy deal but it wasn't and it's like oh you're talking about defunding all these groups that will protect you like the military the cops and stuff you know you're talking about getting rid of all this stuff you know and there, of course there's going to be a backlash for that right I don't believe there's going to be because it's like when they put the Surgeon General's warning on cigarettes that it was bad for you you know way back when it spiked 20%. It was a reverse psychology that they did with putting it on because they knew that it was going to increase sales because they knew human nature once again. Yeah. You know, they put that warning, it skyrockets, uh, you know, like 20% in sales, you know, uh, right after that. People. know that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's the same thing with this. It's like, oh, you take away all this stuff and. You take away all this stuff, and it's a reverse psychology. People are going to act more better and more civilized because there's no rules or laws or disclaimers saying that it's bad. <sighs> you know, once again, we're talking about like anarchy is or an anarchist governmental system, shall we say. You know, it's not about going crazy, like you said, Riley. It's not about that. It's about a, a civilized approach of governing a, a body of people. You know, where everybody's, like you said, free. It's about freedom. In a very civil manner. In a very civil manner, yeah. And in a way, there is no rules. There is no law. The only law is, is like the Wild West. It's like, you're going to come and try to, you know, do something to me? I'm all right defending myself. Yeah. Yeah. We might see anarchy reign. Who knows? I'm believing not. I'm taking the reverse psychology approach. You call. Oh, yeah, you call. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
But yeah, I mean, here in Washington State, there is a real crazy uh, movement going on right now that could be the beginning of the anarchist territory in Washington State, which is uh, what you were talking about. Talk about that, Riley. Um, Chaz, or whatever. Yeah, they were split the state and it's called the west side the state is called Chaz I think in the east side is Liberty called, State? Yeah. Yeah. And see I think that Liberty State idea is actually a really good idea and this was the idea that was being talked down upon that we mentioned back in calling out the spokesman episode. Um, where we talked about how the liberal media here, uh, shall we say, I guess, you know, was basically saying that this would never happen. And look what happened. Yeah, I mean, and uh, in my opinion, I believe this is one step closer to uh, us getting to the anarchist promised land, you might say. You know, I think that uh, what's kind of interesting is in the Bible talks about in the book of Revelation the apocalypse it talks about a new Jerusalem coming down from heaven to earth and you know a lot of people would you know look at that and say like oh what do you crazy Christians think like a literal city is gonna descend from the sky to earth or something it's like fuck no dude it's like this is like a figure of speech it's allegorical you know and I believe like an anarchist state that is free from all the beasts, you might say, control, you know, uh, the system's control, you know, could be like looked at as a, a promised land or, a, you know, a new Jerusalem or something along those lines. Maybe that this, that's what the new Jerusalem is. It's like a place that, of liberty and freedom where everybody's like well I believe God ultimately wanted us all to be if there is a God right free he wanted us to be free he didn't want right. us to be enslaved by people that are controlled by uh, the downfall of human nature right. when they get into power and then they like do stuff like what Hitler and Stalin and you know Pol Pot and all these people did you know because Ooh. Pol Pot in Vietnam. What? Pol Pot, yeah, dude. There was a leader in Vietnam during the Vietnam War named Pol Pot, dude. Oh, yeah. What did he do? Oh, he murdered like millions of people, dude. Yeah. Not he, good. Uh, it's just a genocidal system there as well, oh. cleansing. You know, and this is, I think, another thing that goes back to the elite, you know, like wanting to population control things. You know, they wipe out. They do the genocide. You know, genocide on peoples, you know, because they want to, like, eliminate, you know, like, large groups of people to keep the, uh, you know, the population down. The white privilege alive. The right white privilege? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess to some, some degree maybe it is, you know, there's some truth to that.
Welcome to another episode of uh, ANC, Anarchist News Corporation. And uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, Democrats and Republicans. <laughs> and these two sides and, and how this all uh, pertains to uh, what we believe is being talked about in the Bible uh, by Jesus uh, in the Old and the New Testament, um, particularly the New Testament. Uh, in the words of Jesus, uh, talking about uh, how he says that there's two different kinds of people uh, in this world. He says that there is uh, salt and pepper. There is uh, light and dark. There is sheep and goats. And there is weeds and wheat. And what we're really trying to look at and anarchists have been known to delve into the realm of religion, and that's kind of what we're doing right now, is we're you know, delving into this religious idea that Jesus presents, this philosophical idea about reality, you know, and that there's these two different kinds of people, and that's where we really, you know, I believe are seeing this play out uh, in our day and age, uh, more so than ever in the two different political parties. Now, I really believe it. This is... Sheep and goats, weeds and wheat. Jesus says, "says this." What do you, you got? Something to say, Riley? Needs, needs a shepherd. I know what. Need the what? Need what? Needs a shepherd. I still don't understand what you're just trying to say there at the end. A shepherd? Yeah. People need a shepherd? Yeah. Metaphorically. Metaphorically? Yeah. So people are looking at their political uh, team captain as their shepherd. Is that what we're kind of seeing here? Like, taking place? I suppose. Like, you got the, uh, the weeds? Like, they want their... Uh, to say like uh they're liberal uh democratic <laughs> shepherd <laughs> like they would be the the weeds and then you have the wheat which is the republican party which is the people who stand for moral values they stand for the bible usually they stand for all the opposite things that the weeds are standing for <laughs> does that make sense what is this Which is why? <laughs> Spit it out, come on, Riley. Yes. You can't. It's okay. I keep going here. Uh, while, we're, while, we're, while Riley's trying to figure out what he's trying to say and articulate it properly, we'd just like to give a shout out to our, our Marshallese brothers here in the house tonight during the podcast. Uh, people need to definitely look into what the United States military industrial complex was doing to the Marshall Islands and has been continuing to do. Just uh, want to give a shout out to these people uh, that we're sympathizing with at this moment.
Welcome to another episode of ANC, and we're live here tonight, uh, doing good, and uh, feeling very uh, much like we have something to cover here with what's been going on here in the United States with all this rioting and these anarchist posers raising hell all over the uh, metro areas of our major cities. Um, we were uh, witness to this last week taking place here in Spokane where we're uh, broadcasting from and our whole downtown uh, has been uh, ravaged by these uh, pieces of shit as I call them um, there's a bunch of bitches uh, like I said anarchist posers these people are you know, a lot of people want to associate this with anarchism you know, I don't believe this has anything to do with anarchism. I believe these people uh, to, you know, do a bunch of looting and rioting and in downtown areas uh, really, in my opinion, has nothing to do with anarchism unless it's in the name of anarchism. And this isn't this is in the name of I don't even know what. Um, uh, what do you know what this is really like what these people are rioting about? Yeah, see, that's what I'm just trying to figure out. Is it for Black Lives Matter? Is it for... Uh, the injustice of George Floyd uh, and his death or what? Like, I don't even know. And what I also don't understand is, you know, what the people of Spokane did to deserve these people to come in and just totally destroy our downtown area, dude. Yeah, fuck. I mean, it's just like, what did these owners of these businesses ever do to these people to, like, deserve to have their businesses... Uh, destroyed. Uh, I, I just, I'm seriously just kind of dumbfounded. And yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah, and I mean, you and I both saw it. We drove by. We're down the downtown area uh, last Sunday, and they had it all blocked off. And what I don't understand is like, what what are the cops doing? I, like, we saw all these like battering rams and barricades. Yeah. All these people just raised hell downtown, yeah. and the cops didn't do anything about it. You know, you saw them. You like they were just like hanging around. You know, like yeah. it's just the pussy police, dude. You know, to me, this is just this is like what the fuck. You know, I mean, they're talking about how the cops. You know, how people are talking about withholding funding to the police forces of you know cities and stuff now because of what happened to this guy. Yeah, well, I'm sorry, but, like, I actually kind of agree with that because it's, like, if the cops are just going to pick and choose when they want to enforce the law like they did last Sunday night here in Spokane, then it's, like, yeah, that's a bunch of bullshit. You know, don't you think? I agree. So, that's just what we're just coming out and talking about here is, you know, how, you know, all this stuff is in my opinion, kind of giving anarchism a bad name because they're really just, you got a bunch of people that are, you know, engaging in for more, uh, you know, all intents and purposes, anarchism, you know, just like rebel rousing, you know, in all these major cities and creating all this, you know, havoc unnecessarily because none of these other cities did anything to this guy. They weren't responsible in any way for this guy being... Yeah. And people were just 
making it their own problem. Yeah, well, it's, I think that's what people want to do, man, is that they want to, you know, they want to take a hold of something that is, you know, something that they can, you know, get on their soapbox and be like, I'm pissed off about this, and I'm going to, you know, make you guys understand it, you know, that I'm mad, you know. But the thing is, is I don't believe that even... <laughs> yeah, it gives them an excuse to do that, right? But it's like I'm not even convinced that these people, these like Antifa people, are even, you know, like legit about the cause that they're even, you know, protesting about. Or are they just a bunch of crisis actors that are a bunch of bitches going around rebel rousing in our major cities while cops just sit back and like let these people have at it? You know what I mean? I don't know what police officers have no power anymore. Well, what are they afraid of? Are they afraid that, like, they're going to, like, try to enforce the law on one of these people and then that's going to create a whole nother fucking situation where, like, a cop, you know, hurt a protester or something what was that was black or something? Or what the, what the hell is, the, like, what are they afraid of? Yeah, I don't know. I just really just don't understand it, you know. It's just to me, it seems like cops pick and choose when they want to uh, enforce the law, you know. And this is why I am—I mean, as an anarchist, I am strongly opposed to police and military, you know, because I believe that we'll defend ourselves, you know, with our right to bear arms, you know. Yeah. You know, and I mean, that's just really where I'm coming from, and I just think that. You know, just like, let me defend myself. I don't need some special interest group funded organization like the United States Military Industrial Complex or like the police force or something of a major city to, you know, defend me. You know, I just don't, I don't need it. You know, I'm going to, I have the right to get guns and I can buy guns legally and I'm going to defend myself through that perspective, you know, using that way of, of, uh, you know, just action, you know, and I don't, I don't want somebody else feeling the need to protect me, you know what I mean? See, like, I really look at it as that if, you know, we had an anarchist territory and some group like Antifa comes into an anarchist territory, which is like, what's that? What's Antifa? Antifa is the group that was basically downtown raising hell on Sunday night when we saw them when we drove downtown here in Spokane we saw them and we were like what the hell is going on they had the whole downtown area blocked off because these Antifa fucks were raising hell which I believe are just nothing more than like a front group for you know demon craps who you know are trying to promote uh, a political agenda you know through this Black Lives Matter and all this equality shit you know what I mean but um, you know, the thing is, is for me is, you know, I just don't, I just don't get it. You know, I just, I just don't understand, you know, this whole, you know, wanting to support like law enforcement, wanting to support military. Um, you know, I just believe that, you know, we have an anarchist, we enact or wrecked an anarchist territory you know, here in in the Pacific Northwest or something, 
you know, we have all these people that are going to be defending a militia-type sort of group that would be defending the people. You know, all these people that have all these guns. I mean, it's like, how many guns do we have in America? You know? There's so many guns. You know? In our Pacific Northwest. <laughs> That's right, Anarchy Pacific Northwest. But see, the, all these people that would be a part of that kind of a group would have guns and so you have these Antifa people coming in or somebody that's going to try to come down into our anarchist territory and raise hell we got all these people with guns and they're going to be like you know what instead of the police force sitting around like a bunch of pussies we're going to have people that are going to have guns ready to go and saying to these people on bullhorns like fucking you try to harm any of the people in this territory or you try to harm do violence to any of the businesses here like we're going to fucking shoot you on the spot it's your choice you know what I mean see we're not going to be messing around whereas like here in America with all these fucking in my opinion these police forces got agendas they have protocols and shit that they like got to abide by it's like these people come in now in this new regime of things it's like they can't do anything they're a fucking pussies you know what I mean they're like oh go ahead and raise hell it's like we got the call to fucking do this you know what I mean to allow you to do what you want to do not in anarchist territory we're not gonna allow that kind of shit we're gonna allow people to come in and start destroying our property here right you fucking kidding me dude this is a bunch of bullshit dude this is a bunch of fucking politically driven nonsense that's happening in our city right now and, you know, this all, in my opinion, began with, like, the coronavirus stuff, dude. I mean, the yeah. coronavirus is what perpetuated all this. This is the new fucking thing that they're trying to do now. They're yeah. trying to start fucking destroying all these properties and businesses that probably weren't even running because of the, you know, the lockdown. Yeah. So now they're just going to destroy a bunch of people's property. It had nothing to do with whatever the hell has created all this stuff, dude. Probably miners. It's a good point. It could be miners that they're utilizing to do this kind of stuff. Who knows? Who knows what they're doing, dude? Who knows what they're up to? I just believe that this could potentially be crisis actor um, driven stuff that is taking place where it's, you know, crisis actors are the ones that are actually engaging in the activity. They're paying people to come into these major cities, you know, to raise hell like they, I even heard a report down in uh, Florida there was a bunch of bricks laying around all Close of a sudden just yeah to just for fucking these protesters to come through see the bricks and start throwing bricks at fucking windows I wouldn't be even surprised that there was even like bricks laying around downtown for these people to start just throwing bricks and shit it was all just like pre-set up or something yeah. you know what I mean Well, you know, if you want to look at this coronavirus as all being pre-planned out, then, I mean, it, what's not to say that this whole, you know, uprising going on right now all over the country isn't, like, pre-planned as well? Yeah. You know? You know, and of course, it's all being, you know, made to look like Donald Trump is... Yeah, like he's the culprit. He's incompetent. He's 
you know, it's just all all the slam the Republican Party, you know, to make them look responsible for it all. When it's like the don't once again, did Donald Trump have anything to do with George Floyd dying? Did he have anything to do with that? I mean, seriously. Just like did Spokane have anything to do with it to call, to need these people to come in and raise Kane here in Spokane? Spokane? I don't think so. How's it going? Welcome to another episode of ANC and Arcus News Corporation. And tonight we're uh, bringing some pretty cool ideas to the table, I feel like, once again. Uh, for everybody to ponder at and wonder and at and uh, all that good stuff which is the whole purpose behind uh, having a podcast is to uh, enlighten people uh, cause them to think uh, for themselves and uh, so we hope that you are engaging in that and um, so do you want to say something and figure out how to edit yeah did you have do you mean like you you just have an idea and you just lost it and now you're like you want to go back or something yeah (laughs) yeah it's okay it happens to the best of us Uh um yeah so anyway tonight we kind of wanted to touch on some things that we kind of mentioned in the last podcast uh, briefly touched upon which was the idea of control I could go for a frozen yogurt. <laughs> That's what you wanted to say. Uh-huh. Frozen yogurt. Uh-huh. Well, maybe after when we're done here. <laughs> yeah, so it's this idea of control. And the, the system has a control over us. You know, when we really look at it, the, the system's been in control... PC. <laughs> well, I think our content is pretty PG. I think we keep it pretty lighthearted. We use maybe a little profanity here and there. Uh, but I think everybody's accepted that in our culture. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, I mean, it is. It's a form of control. It's a form of control the system has. Demonetizing us and taxing us and... Because then you're not actually forced to do anything, but you're deprived of that money that you depend on. And the system depends on you providing them uh, a service of (laughs) making money off of us. See, this is the beauty, once again, of anarchism. Anarchism isn't 
trying to make people's lives more difficult by controlling them. You know what I mean? It's like, there is nobody that, there is no Caesar that you're paying to. Trying to take away control. Yeah, it's defunding. And see, that is the, that is the beauty of all, what is going on right now. Unfortunately, it's not in the name of anarchism, I believe, but they are touching upon the right ideas of defunding these. Yeah, you know, these uh, system-based power uh, trippers, you could call them, you know? That's what the cops are. You know, they're power trippers. Politicians are power trippers. You know, all these people are power mongers, and we need to defund, destabilize, and dispossess these types, you know, from our, our hedge of a yoke, so to speak, that we have, that, a burden that we carry. And unfortunately, I believe this has gone back all the way to the time of what the Bible calls of, of Adam and Eve, you know, with their first sons, you know, or Cain and Abel. And Cain, the descendants of Cain, uh, according to Freemasonry, uh, were essentially the first people who began, you know, like, uh, like casting a spell on the people, you know, where they were, uh, they knew how to, you know, be the celebrities and, and influence the people at that time. You know, they were the gods of old, I believe. You know, and this power structure began, I believe, the before the flood. The idols were not supposed to have. No, we were not supposed to have idols or celebrities or any of that kind of stuff. The first, that whole idea was what was, so to speak, happening in the antediluvian area, or era as they call it which was before the flood, during the time of Adam and Eve, so to speak, whoever they were, and their, and their offspring. Um, so, let's, let's do a quick recap on the timeline in the Bible, which I know is forever, quite literally, but... The first few days are up until the flood, or not a few days, but up until the flood. So, what did you want to talk about that? That's, that's what we're talking about right now as, uh, as an era. It's called the Golden Age, is what it was actually called. There's oh, different ages, like the yeah. Age of Iron, the Age of Bronze, you yeah. know, the Age of Gold, uh, the Age of, I, I believe, Copper as well. Um, you know, there's all these ages, and uh, but yeah, that antediluvian era, epoch, as it's also called, uh, was when I believe you know the gods of old uh, were setting up their their power structure, you know, their uh, archetype for how the system would basically be ran till uh, you know, either Jesus comes back or forever, you know, I believe. <laughs> You know, so this is what happened. You know, they built these pyramids and these temp these systems of, uh, you know, temples of worship and stuff, and you know, everybody followed like these, you know, all of these gods' ways. You know, all these gods' ways were teached 
you know, I believe all throughout the world before the flood, and then the flood happened, and, you know, then the power structure re-began at the Tower of Babel. You know, and ever since then, it's just been, the system has ran this same kind of uh, spell over uh, mankind, you know, I believe. There's been all these great empires that had, like, so to speak, like, a spell so, over the people that... So who, who, who is victimized by the spell, and who's believing that you can cast spells? Well, it's not necessarily huh? a, a, a literal spell. It's that somehow <clears throat> these people have been able to uh, ascertain the ability to control mass amounts of people very easily. You know, since the early descendants of Cain, you know, before the flood. Okay, so you're saying that we have a descent descendants of Cain and Abel in our society now, kind of. Yeah, it's like there's... No, yeah, like Solomon says, there's nothing new under the sun. The, the wisest man, King Solomon, you know, he said, there's nothing new under the sun. It's like, all, this whole system, it's like a continual repeat program throughout the millennia, throughout the epochs, throughout the, the ages, The you know, like... It's the same power structure over and over again. It's like, and it's almost like a, a bad trip or bad dream or nightmare that people aren't even conscious of. You know what I mean? That they continue to have ran on them. And it's like, it's the same thing with, in our day and age, with our government. You know what I mean? It, it's the same kind of idea. It's like, the government offers us nothing. Like, these people who are in control over us really can offer us nothing but we still continue to keep supporting it despite all of the taxing all of the fees all of the manipulation the spying you know like surveillance through tech you know the big brother Network system, you know, like watching you, watching you back or something. And we all know this is all true. I mean, so it's just like the question is, why do we continue to keep allowing it? Monitoring your Facebook page. Yeah. Kicking uh, you, uh, suspending you, like if you get something, uh, say something that's not PG or PC. Yeah, Mark. Yeah. Tag or mark or something, and once you get like four or five, I don't know how many it is, you can't post anymore. Yeah, see, that's uh. Control. Control, yeah, and once again, like people are very happy to uh, allow it. So, uh, so, you know. Yeah, just okay with it. Yeah. Like, you and me are two guys not okay with it, but that's just two guys right now that I know of. <laughs> After the whole 8 
billion. <laughs> I know, dude. I know what you mean. It just seems kind of asinine in a sense, like, you know, but uh, it's true, you know, but the, the good thing is, is our ratings are going up, yeah. so people are catching on, you know, and that's just really what it's about, you know, we're moving into such a, a lazy, uh, dumbed-down, uh, worldwide uh, culture phenomenon, <laughs> you know, I feel like, or everybody's just uh, getting ready to be totally, like, suppressed in, in like, a prison where there's really no thinking outside the box. We're already being forced to wear a mask everywhere. Like, we are already... It's like the handwriting is on the wall that the power structure is really clamping down on on our freedom, well, dude. People are slaves of the system. It's no different than slavery, but you enslave yourself. Yeah, People, people are, uh, and that's the dumbfounding aspect of people who are for socialism and communism. You know, I feel like once again, um, going back to that a little what bit, touching on that. Let correct. I should say, it's nothing like slavery. Slavery was awful. Yeah, that's. Whenever I think, but. Well, no, I, I see what you're saying though. What you're trying to say yeah. is that there's different degrees of slavery. Well, no, bondage well, yes or yoke. And no, because it's volun- you're volunteering yourself for Ah, yeah, that's the difference. Yeah. Yeah, very crucial point uh, within that, um, discerning that aspect. And, you know, so for me, you know, I just feel that, once again, this is just more reasoning why... Uh, you know, I just feel like anarchism is is just a really sound-minded approach to dealing with mass amounts of people. You know, you you get the people signing the initiatives on the ballots for uh, you know wanting to defund all these things, wanting to break the yokes of the feds. Uh, you know, Washington, D.C., the, you know, all of these different groups, the Senate, the House of Representatives, you know, all of these different groups that, you know, we're just like, we're just going to come out and just say, you know what, like, we don't need you. We don't need you. Yeah. You know, we don't need all of this, like, this is a bad what thing. What do we need them? Because without them, we have no order. And that's a tough thing to get trapped, but it's true. Yeah, but the, th- the unfortunate problem is, is if we don't uh, take a stand, you know, I feel like soon the control is going to get more, more tighter. More restrictions are against us are going to be imposed. Like, you think wearing masks are a little bit uh, uncomfortable or awkward. Get ready for the next phase of dehumanization. That's how the about thing. this? How about this? I was thinking of the. Remember 
the old, or do you remember when cartoon characters used to get the devil on one side? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the angel on the other wall. It's in all these battles, you could maybe say they were standing on a beam across his back and it leads towards good and evil and you don't want it to be all the way for either side. Oh, that's an interesting perspective to have. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, I, I just feel that, you know, this is kind of a sound-minded voice of reason uh, kind of approach to kind of like where we're at, you know, I think. And I think if more people understood, you know, kind of what we're really trying to say, I think that uh, they'd actually be more uh, interested. You know what I mean? But I also think that the uh, the media, the mainstream media, portrays anarchism or anarchists, anarchy as like all bad. Well, you know, yeah, but like but the, these people are, these people, once again, let's just emphasize the fact that these people are not, that are engaging in all this lawlessness are not doing it in the name of... You know, an anarchist state. Furthermore, the people who explain to the kids and stuff that uh, what anarchy is, or anarchism, then it gets passed down as... The same. Yeah, as the same as anything bad or whatever. It's just the way they're spinning it, you know, yeah. I think it is like, is their... Their perspective. Yeah, and they're doing it intentionally because they don't want people to see that this is the other side of the coin, you know, and this is what I believe the Constitution of the United States actually says, is that, you know, we have the right to overthrow and abolish that the government, that government that is uh, doing things... Uh, to harm its people, which I feel, you know, the, the system, the government. It is. What's that? Do you feel that it is? Well, do you think that privacy uh, being violated is like oh. a harm, is a detriment to the government, uh, by the government to the people? Because then for sure, with, uh, with the way... Computers and cell phones work and stuff, how easy it is to record anyone at any time. I just feel that that's uh, not something that is right for uh, a government to be doing. It's not, it, there's a psychological factor of people knowing that, like, what they're, everything they're doing is being recorded. It's, it, it, yeah, it's like there's there's a psychological damaging going on just knowing that the, there's a authority and power that has that much control over you. You know what I mean? Make you know? him watch you. 
listen, huh? listen to you, manipulate you. Uh, you know, and this is, you know, what I believe the kind of government that we're, we're dealing with, whether we like it or not. It's, it's a destructive uh, force against the people, you know, and, but the people, have the, the people have the right to say, like, we are eliminating you from, uh, you know, we're abolishing you uh, from controlling us. We're, uh, we're severing that tie. And we're just talking about this format, but it goes back to when, uh, what's it? <laughs> he just totally doesn't. You were going somewhere and then you're like, what were we talking about? Uh-huh. It goes back to what? What does this all go back to? Think hard, Riley, come on. I know you have a traumatic brain injury, but like. <laughs> bear with us here, Riley's got a. He's yeah, trying to. I'm not funny this it's always saying oh I forgot what I was saying the funny thing about this though is that we actually have a legit reason based on your traumatic brain injury to actually say like oh I'm sorry everybody like Riley just lost his train of thought and it's like it's totally acceptable you know there's nothing wrong with it but anyway and I apologize for my <laughs> it's okay, man. Everybody understands. And uh, I think it's called aphasia. Aphasia? When you forget what you're talking about. Aphasia. Oh, that's cool. That's a kind of a cool word. Aphasia. Um. The band name. Yeah. Um. But, but yeah. So. All of this, to me, you know kind of comes to this idea of, you know, we're in kind of a time where the control factor could really intensify on us. Um, and that's kind of scary. Um, and... And it's kind of at the point where it could really loosen up too, all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah, and that's where I feel like... No, because people will power something. I mean, if Donald Trump tomorrow were to say, lift all the lockdowns, people would do it. Yeah. That's the the control factor, once again, in play. Yeah, and... I just think that the whole coronavirus thing really put things in perspective of how vulnerable the system could potentially be. And the vulnerability of the system is really what anarchism needs to get uh, noticed and get attention, I believe. Because that's really what we're going to be looking to reestablish something if there were to be uh, a collapse, you know, where the control you know, factor is, uh, you know, that, that tie is severed, you know what I mean, so to speak, you know, and, you know, this is, 
why we're out here, you know, you know, on the streets hitting it, mm-hmm. you know, letting people know, uh, kind of, you know, this is, this is the potential future, uh, in the making kind of reality that we're talking about that we're presenting, you know, and we just really don't know, you know, we just got to be vigilant and, uh, still you'll be there. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> but my cat. <laughs> in the meantime, uh, you know, I really think what the answer is for, uh, you know, all of this tension stuff and, uh, we, we were talking about this as the antidote to all of this unrest and uprising really is people just, I think, doing a census of what really is important, you know, to everybody. And, like, finding out essential, essential to, what's essential to us? See, the system's been trying to control us and has been trying to, uh, you know, tell us what's essential, but we really need to think for ourselves and be like, what is... this is essential. We need to be open, or something. Yeah. Well, open is is definitely a good way of, uh, you know, thinking, thinking open-mindedly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm really like thinking establishing what is, is important. Like obviously, people would say family is important. Yeah. Like number one. Yeah. But what else? What else is, like, not important? Like, I think that, like, uh, sport. Are sports really, like, important? I know. It's interesting. We touched on sports last time. Yeah, we did. But it's going to be these seasons coming up of all professional sports are going to be... Selling out stadiums like they have been if people are allowed to go. Teams are practicing without. They're just practicing, huh? I know, it's really not. It's it's not the real thing. Yeah. But, you know, once again, they're still trying to. Make money off of it. It's a scam, you know. <laughs> On TV, you know, you give it, you give it the ratings and stuff. Hundred percent. Put them on the pedestal. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, people allow it to happen because. Yeah, they've been under the spell, so to speak, you know, of, you know, since I believe the beginning of, of mankind, we've been under the the spell of, this control mechanism, this archetypal control that continues to keep perpetuating itself uh, throughout the the ages you know and some regimes have been super tyrannical you know some not so much but I would say that like three out of ten guys even thinks about this thinks about what what you just said. Yeah. It's possible. But. What were you just saying? What was I just saying? Yeah. 
Man. <laughs> oh, no, I'm talking about, no, I'm not lost. We're, we're talking about what's important is what we're trying to talk about. You know, we're trying to give examples of things All that are important. What's essential? Essential. That's right. Uh, yeah, and so this is... I think people are finding that love jobs are essential. A lot of what? Jobs. Jobs? Yeah. Well, work is essential. I think that one of the things that we have to embrace is the idea of work. We can't ever get to a point... But it's different when you wake up in the morning and you're like, okay, I'm going to go to work today. And then when there's no work, you're like, okay, I'm going to get up and work? Question mark? No, I mean, there just needs to be work within your, your lifestyle, I think, to some degree. We can't just ever get to an idea, you know, I'm going to talk about communism and socialism again, uh, touch on that, you know, whereas, like, this is what I believe they want. They want people that are enslaved and, like, mutants and, like, they don't care about feeding the people, like, good food. They don't care if they get exercise. They don't care about, uh, you know, making, making them better, making their lifestyle better or, like, evolving them or anything like that. Good values. These people are nihilists. They have no conscience. They don't care. See, that's the thing. Good values. They all make And they don't... Jab. Yeah, and they don't want these people to work. Because work's a good thing. Anything that's good, they don't care if these people are engaged in something that's good. You know, this is the ultimate control. You know, like, tyrannical control. Okay, but they want the control. Yep. For whatever that's worth. I don't personally see what it's worth um, to have so much control over other people. Um, I mean, there's the monetary, you know, factor, I guess, but <laughs> I don't know. That just seems like that would just be kind of a lame just reasoning to, like, turn people into mutants and, uh, you know, do- dogs and, you know, like, who knows what, dude. Who knows what the end game would be for uh, an ultimate communist uh, new world order? Yep. Regime almost doesn't fit the bill. Yeah. Because that's more of a concentrated area of control. Yeah. As far as regime goes, I know. But, I don't know, I think Trump could be considered a regime. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. The Trump regime? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and I mean, that that really is what the Republicans... <laughs> are they are a regime just like the demon craps are a regime and we've identified these people as regimes and just like anarchism is a regime yeah the anarchist regime you know is is real it's it knows what people want 
Come really to, want. Come to Spokane, Washington and play with us. Yeah. Northside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, you know, I think that that's, people are, are ready for it. You know, people are ready to, uh, you know, I think, you know, embrace new ideas. And, uh, you know, I think this is something that people are going to be open I think more open to in the future, especially in, in a potential real crisis situation. You know, we've already kind of been there, you know, and could things be more crazier in the future? Like, we just don't know. We don't know. But, I mean, in the meantime, I really think that the only thing that's going to bring th- people together, I think, really is, you know, figuring out, like, what is really important. What is really important, and like striving for those things, striving for those things, man. It's just it's really simple, I think. Like figuring it out, like striving for the right things, because people are always striving just for something, yeah. Yeah, some. Yeah, but it's really uh, this whole crisis is. A time for in, uh, introspection, I think, is the word. I and mean, everybody to like look deep down inside and really figure out what to them like is the top five things that are really matter to them and pursue those things. And like anything that inhibits that, we should eliminate. We should defund. We should, uh, you know, sever ties with, you know. Because I think that the more freer we are, the more peace of mind we will have. And that's, once again, what anarchism has to offer. Why do people not want want that? You know, why would they want to have people that want to control them, you know? Like, give them, give them just free reign to, like, okay... Yes, master. You know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, it's like, really, that's kind of what's happened with the coronavirus lockdowns. Is It's kind of been a yes, master kind of approach. You know, there's really been no... What do I do next? Uh, well, there's just, there's been no real resistance against it. I mean, there's yeah. been, there's been some protesting about... And I'm like, okay... There's been people, All right. yeah, but it's really uh, there, there hasn't been like the rebels, you know, that you thought, you know, like all these people, these uh, you know, people that you would think are tough guys, you know, driving around, you know, you, th- you think that these people would be like taking a stand against the system, or you know, because they act like they're so anti-cop, anti. Uh, you know, power or anything, you know, they're just, they're thuggish, you know, kind of, you know, types, and, you know, we all see these kind of people, but I mean, even those kind of people, they're, you know, they're cowtailing as well to, you know, exactly how the system wants things to, to function, you know, there's really been nobody being defiant. What do you mean cowtailing? Cowtailing, it's just like, this is like a term of like, uh, with, 
And they'll whip it back and forth. Yeah, and the cows follow it. You know, cows follow each other. other oh, that dream. You're talking about how they move and yeah. transform themselves. Yeah. In a line. Yeah. Yeah, Captain Elkhaf gets it now. <laughs> yeah, so. Once again, I think we need to just figure out what's important. You know, I think those top five things, I think it's like homework for for everybody. Uh, figure out what are the top five things that are really, like, most important to you. And I really want cookies. <laughs> food, though. Food's another thing that's good. You know, I think that's an essential thing. It's one of those essentials, like good food. Because food, eating good food that tastes good, I think, like, brightens your spirits. Yeah, yeah. And nutrients, and nutrients are good for your body, man. No one wants to go eat a shitty meal. <laughs> it's like, oh, dinner is very hard for a shitty meal. No, it's... As you get excited about that, Kathleen, you're like, I want to go eat my meal. Yep. Yeah, I would think for me, uh, like, food is, like, an essential top five thing that's, like, a really important. See, I think then, like, when you establish uh, what these things are, we need to have... What are your top five things? Gosh, I don't know. Like I said, food is definitely one of them. I think, I think working, like you gotta have like work. You gotta be doing something with your life. You can't just be like a, a, a communist slob. You know, like he's. You can't be that. I suppose we just looking have at porno out there or something. I, don't I know. suppose we have to give a slot to God. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, I think so. Um, if no, if anything, slot one. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. But anyways. Yeah, I mean that'd definitely be uh, in the top five essentials, like God. Yeah, some kind of like a spiritual kind of uh, a spiritual kind of perspective about reality, and you know, people would say like karma or you know, reaping what you've sown or you know, stuff of that nature. You know, I like to think of my spiritual side as more of like a mystic, and you know, I think that that a mystic approach to reality um, and to God is is a good is a good approach mystic mystery mystery mystic (laughs) no mystery and mystic are not the same actually but we can touch on mystic and mysticism uh, maybe some other time but I think that that is really uh, how I would define God through a mystic kind of perspective, you know, as like an 
as an essential kind of important thing. Um, one of those top the, the, five. So we got food, God. What other? I mean, essential. Essential thing. Utilities. Fam- family was another one. Family. Family and friends being in one a category. You got that. Pets. Well, they're in the they're in the family friends category. Yes. Other li- other living life forms that we cohabitate with. Yes. Yeah, so that's three. Uh, music. So, like, music is a good, uh, is an essential thing. Top five for me. Having the ability to have access to music. See, when you really look at all the things that are essential to you, like, you, we really have the, the freedom to uh, experience these things like, at least here in America, we have the ability to experience these things pretty freely, in a way, despite all of the control, at the same time. It's like the control that is taking place over us, you know, it, it's like it's lame, but at the same time, it's not necessarily so bad where we can't experience these essential things, um, the way we would like, I guess, in a way. It's not tampering or hampering our ability to, you know, experience these things, essential things pretty freely right now, anyway. But, once again, we don't know what the future holds. And, <laughs> you know, I think that, you know, we don't know what's, what's going to happen, but... Is it going to be because they go one or two ways. They can be the tighter lockdown they control or freedom. Yep, that's a good point. That's a really good way of breaking down the crux of the matter here is that, you know, and I just think once again, people relinquishing you know, severing the ties from defunding, you know, and and stuff of that nature, engaging in these kind of processes uh, are what really needs to happen, what people are really going to, are really going to want to see in the future, I believe, you know. And if they don't, if they don't appreciate seeing these ties that bind break from their lives, then might not be so good you know and it's just it's we're really living in a fragile ecosystem right now because of the technology I feel like coronavirus was and we brought this up earlier, but I feel like it was kind of a spell on humanity. It was, yeah, it was another one of those spells, spell castings. Yes. To try and 
control population or something. Well, yeah, yeah. It totally is, dude. It's it's like a means to an end. It's an excuse to a means to an end of how they have this everything set up now with the five G rollout infrastructure coming in, uh, the contact tracing, uh, people getting connected. This is the excuse for them to implement the harsher uh, control, you know, to the people. It's it's their excuse. You know, and people are playing right into it. They're not very smart. Um, I have to say. I don't know. Even though I'm not, that, that that's not saying that I. I don't know if you can judge people based on that, though, because the life we per before right. they're talking right, about what's called the herd immunity. Yeah. So, I mean, if people are going to cowtail each other, then, then where are we going? Well, you know, we'll see what happens. You know, it's a time, like I said, of introspection for us uh, to really define what's important, you know, I think, at, in this moment. And obviously, I believe... Embracing a, a more anarchist approach to uh, reality uh, is is where it's at. Is where the peace of mind is at. Is, it, is he want to get outside now? Is he trying to tell us that the podcast is over? Yeah, I really believe that all of this was the beginning of them, you know, really getting the control that they encapsulating the population. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I mean, it, it's a as I said, it's a scary kind of ordeal that we find ourselves, but. You know, I just think that once again, establishing those top five things that are that are really important, and fighting for those things, you know, and I think you'll be able to survive. You'll be able to make it under. What's the deal with the school year? Is this starting September one? I don't know what's going on or with all this. Third or there's, there's so many things that are just kind of like up in the air right now, kind of. College football's up in the air. Uh, you know, there's just there's a lot of stuff, dude. Like, where are all these dudes gonna do when they don't I guess go play catch <laughs> I don't what do you do what would just everything's just changing you're so used to going to practice most teams every day yeah and down to zero yeah Overnight, almost. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. Everything, everything's just changing, you know, and that's 
what's going on right now and it's an awkward time you know that we're in and I don't know I, I just kind of feel that we're kind of headed in the wrong direction you know a very uh, a very strongly controlled uh, implementation of of authority that people are just going to like not I don't think they're going to resist you know and that's what's I, I don't really know what to say about that there's really nothing I can say it's just it's not going to be good you know if this kind of stuff happens again and I just think it's going to be much more worse We'll see what happens, though. You mean like the second wave? Yeah. Yeah. Because they've talked about, certain people have talked about this as like phases. We're in this phase right now. You know, and then there'll be this phase. You know, we'll roll out a vaccine and the implementation of the vaccine. And I don't know, man. And what kind of control are they going to have over you to take that vaccine? Well, I mean, this goes back to what Donald Trump already implemented under his regime. Uh, he implemented that he was going to place military in... Uh, cities to enforce uh, vaccines to happen. So it's like basically yes. like if you're if you're not taking your vaccine, like the military's gonna come to your door and they're gonna like come and get you. Come and give it to you. Yeah, they're gonna. Well, they're not gonna give you anything. They're gonna take you somewhere. Is <laughs> what they're gonna do. You're been deemed uh, a threat to society now. Your contact uh, tracer thing is, uh, is, you know, on alert. You know, it's being sent all throughout your your contacts now. You know, they're getting the alerts about you that you're off to a quarantine camp zone because you were refusing your your vaccination. You know, that for all we know might have technology in it, which is basically trackable and traceable now in your body where they can trace you or something, you know, and so mad to think that how they could straight up and inject a microchip into you. Yeah, through a vaccination. Yeah. And see this is how this is the scary factor of this control. You know, and then once again comes the hindsight voice of reason. What it's the, like it's we're like we're openly fishy. what they gay and they gay there's no going out. Well that's what we're saying. They chip your chip. Yeah. Yeah and that's Just like a dog. Pretty huh? much, yeah, and that's what they are to you know, we are to them. Dogs, you know, like <laughs> we're not not anything special, you know, or should be, um, 
you know, made into something greater or... No, they like us broken down, mutated, uh, at odds with each other. This is all the kind of stuff that they want. All the negative, you know, focusing on all the negative aspects and, like, embellishing them, you know? That's what the system wants to do. Really trying to focus on the good side of life and what it has to offer. Yeah, and that's why we're doing. That's why we're doing the the top five essential things. We're encouraging people to do this in their lives once again, because they they want to do this against us. You know, they want as much dehumanizing control as we will tolerate and allow for them to have. And the question is, once again, voice of reason, why? <laughs> why are we allowing? Why have we allowed for so many millennia? And were we cast a spell on by the early gods of old, men of renown? And the system of like... We're Christian, man. We believe in God. Well, we've... One God. Uh-huh. Well, that's what I'm saying. We, we've already identified God, though, as one of those things. We identify uh, many gods. Monotheistic. We've identified as a monotheistic. means? Yeah, monotheistic, one God. Polytheistic is multiple gods, which all other religions you know, have. Pretty much, they're polytheistic in nature. With the exception of Islam. Islam is another monotheistic god, but Allah is not the same as Yahweh. Are they polyamorous? What's that? Are they polyamorous? Yeah. Polytheistic? Is, is Muslim religion polytheistic? That was a bad joke. It used to be. Islam used to be a polytheistic god, but then Muhammad came in and he was the one that cleansed the Kaaba in Mecca and turned the people, he was like a prophet of it. He turned, uh, made the people believe that Allah was the only god that mattered. Allah. Allah. Which is kind of funny, it's really close to Mullah. <laughs> <laughs> Allah Mullah. Allah Mullah. <laughs> that sounds like a, uh, a Muslim guy, dude, right there. <laughs> I don't know. Allah Mullah. I like it. I kind of like it too. <laughs> Allah Mullah. <laughs> yeah, I like it too. Uh, yes. What was it? Allah Mullah. <laughs> it's like the god Allah and then the word moolah which means money <laughs> Allah moolah money god money god <laughs> money god dude that's my name baby Allah moolah <laughs> happy ramadan <laughs> to you yeah um we're going to say that now every day because if not, I'll forget it. Allah uh, Mullah? Yeah. I'll yeah. probably have to ask you tomorrow what to it. Text me, yeah. What was that again? It's Allah Mullah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is kind of funny. That's
But the thing is, is that once again, we're not PC here and the Anarchist News Corporation. We don't practice PC uh, principles here at, at the Anarchist News Corporation. You know, obviously we're no gods or masters, so we uh, definitely are uh, tearing down the walls of any kind of credibility to the Islam, Islamic religion, unfortunately. <laughs> You know, and all other religions as well. It's not that we're singling them out or we think any less, any more or less upon them than we do uh, other religions and stuff. Oh, does the cat one out? Yeah. People could hear that. Hear the cat meowing. I think he's maybe telling us it's time to call it a night here um, on the broadcast. And what do you think, Riley? How long have we been at it? <laughs> About an hour. Really? Yep. Okay, I guess we're about done. All right. Well, we're going to sign off here from the Anarchist News Corporation, Riley and Matt. Please. Over and out. Huh?